Hey, 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 Lead With Heart fam. So we have a really fun and amazing podcast interview today with the amazing Disha Wadup. Um, she's phenomenal. And I got to uh, interview on her podcast and she is like a boss when it comes to systems. Um, and she's also the queen of Facebook groups. <laughs> um, Disha Wadup has worked in marketing for over nine years. Disha is accredited by Facebook as a lead trainer, has helped businesses scale to six and seven figures since launching Social Treats in 2016. Disha has perfected an organic marketing system that she now teaches through her coaching programs. She is a boss. She is amazing. And she's on the show today. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! So excited to have you here too. Um, I'm really excited for you to be talking about like um, a really engaged and profitable Facebook group. I, I love Facebook groups. <laughs> right? Um, Who doesn't love Facebook yeah. groups? They're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I want to say like the vast majority of my clients in my agency have Facebook groups. So I'm really excited for this interview um, just to like learn your wisdom and your tips and understanding. So um, before we dive into that, can you like share your story around like what inspired you to become accredited by Facebook and to go and to become an expert in Facebook groups? Yeah. So it, it's kind of kind of all just fell in my lap as the universe would have it. Oh, um, I love it. <laughs> yes. So I started my business originally in 2016 as a social media manager. And I wanted to work with wellness entrepreneurs because I love them, right? Heart-centered people are my favorite people. Who doesn't love somebody who loves people, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was one of my big things that when I left corporate, I wanted to work with people that I enjoyed working with rather than the corporate environment. When I was in corporate, I worked um, as an account manager for a digital marketing agency and I worked with a motorcycle insurance company, which if you know anything about me, I don't know anything about motorbikes or insurance. And I remember being at this vintage car garage one day and I was texting my sister who is a mechanic and loves vintage cars and she was like oh my god I can't believe you get to do that you're the luckiest person alive and I'm so jealous and I was like I'm bored out of my mind <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is not fun for me and that was when I knew I was like okay when I go into business I'm only going to work with people that I really enjoy working with I don't want to go to work and be bored like oh mm -hmm more content. So I started working with wellness entrepreneurs and I started working with uh, businesses that we, we launched and grew Facebook groups as a social media manager. And I worked with uh, one particular client where he's now making eight figures. Mm -hmm. And we started his Facebook group a, a few years ago now and built it up, which fed into his business clients regularly. And I was like, this, this is magic. I can do this. this is, um, so I started working with more uh, businesses to help them do that. And then I launched my own Facebook group. Um, I actually closed one down last year in 2020 and launched a new one. Um, and since then that has grown to, uh, I think got 1.8 thousand people in there in the last uh, year and a half. 
And that has generated me six figures from that Facebook group. So I was like, right, this is it. And I just love the community aspect of Facebook groups, of networking with people, of building up those relationships and being relationship first and rather than salesy. And the Facebook certification, they reached out to me and said, hey, you seem to know what you're doing with Facebook groups. Do you want to come to this event in Dublin that we're hosting and they flew me out to Dublin paid for my flights paid for three days hotel Mm -hmm. um and a conference for three days and then flew me back again but the funny thing was I was in Spain on holiday I was like well I'm actually out of the UK Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm in Spain can you fly me from here (laughs) 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 no worries we can do that I was like okay cool (laughs) so I flew from my holiday in Spain over to Dublin uh, for three days with Facebook and it snowballed from there they then invited me to get certified I now run training on behalf of them nationally across the UK and it kind of just snowballed and all because they reached out to me Mm, I love it and when I was listening in like there was a point where they noticed you and they were like, you got something going on when it comes to to Facebook groups. Like what were some of the strategies you were implementing with the Facebook groups at the time? Yeah, it was about getting people growing Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Um, I was an admin, obviously at the time as as a social media manager, I was admin on a lot of Facebook groups as well. So we were consistently growing those Facebook groups. We were Uh, consistently bringing the engagement up in the Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. And that is what Facebook noticed. Um, It was the growth and the engagement with inside of the groups. So like, what are some of the things um, you would share in terms of like amping up growth and engagement? So one of the the main things is being human. Mm. And that is something that people completely miss. I also think that A Facebook group is very much like a mirror. It reflects as much as you show up in it. Mm -hmm. So if you were just scheduling a couple of posts a week and then you come come to me and go, nobody's engaging in my group. And I'm like, well, have you shown up? Like, are you there consistently? And they're like, well, I post like a couple of times a week. Right. So nobody else is going to be there if you're not there consistently. Mm -hmm. And you have to show up and provide amazing content. But it's also perfect for those people inside of the group and I use this different differentiation if from Mm -hmm. uh, those are inside your group and your ideal clients because that might be different depending on how you've grown your group right there might be different people inside of your group than you actually want to work with and the content that you generate has to be for those people inside of the group so if they're not your ideal client then you got to start again because they are never going to engage in the content that you want them to, because they're not going to buy from you. So that wow. is. Something that's really key. Okay, cool. I love this. So it sounds like when a lot of people, when they bring up Facebook groups, like some like limiting beliefs you'll hear is like, well, nobody wants to engage in my Facebook group or like my Facebook group is a ghost town or like I had high engagement in the beginning and then it just like dropped. Or, oh my gosh, I'm doing everything. I'm posting multiple times, but like I'm getting crickets on my posts. So what I'm hearing from you is, is they might have done a strategy or they might have like grown it in a way that didn't actually attract their ideal client in the first place. 
Yeah, people tend to be, especially when they first start a group, very vanity metrics orientated around Mm -hmm. the numbers of people inside of the group. And then they start start adding anybody, right? And then you're like, oh, these people don't actually want to be in my group. They're never going to buy from me. Mm. And and then, so I, and I actually actively remove people from my group that I don't like, or I have them, they're not my ideal clients. I'm like, okay, you can leave. And I had a, I had an interaction with somebody inside of my group and they were like, I've never engaged in your content. I was like, that's fine. I'll, I'll remove you from the group. You don't have to be there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I am not going to handcuff you and make you stay. I I love that too, because it's, um, that's such a, such a powerful conversation right there because so many people are talking about growth, 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 but not enough people are talking about like, um, that removing factor. That's part of your strategy to grow. Right. Um, I was talking to like an Instagram expert the other day and they were like, most of my work is spent like removing followers. And I was like, what? (laughs) And they were like, well, if you want your engagement to be a certain way and you actually want to grow faster, you actually have to remove followers, which is, um, have you ever, you know, the process they do with wine where they have to like remove, um, certain like wine trees I'm I'm totally messing this up but like they have to remove certain things to actually help uh increase their um wine growth like increase like the amount of grapes that grow right there's like a culling that has to happen um so so tell me a bit more about that like how do you navigate that with clients who might have never removed people from their group before yeah, so it's it's about having conversations with people. And I have conversations with my group members regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I everybody who comes into my group gets a welcome message from me personally in the direct message. Um, then I follow up with them to see how they're finding the group. So throughout that process, I am getting to know them as individuals. So if they're not engaging in those messages that I'm sending them or they're not enjoying the content inside the group, I'm like, no worries, you can leave. Like, Mm. that's fine because I want people to get value from the group, right? I want people to know that this is the group they can come to. And I have people that send me messages and be like, oh, I have this question about Facebook and I knew you'd know the answer. And that's what I wanted from my community for people to know that I am the person to come to if they have any questions about Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, And by creating that environment where I have, have them on my personal friends and I'm sending them messages and I'm creating the content that they want inside of the group. They know that they can reach out to me at any point um, and sign up with me to work with me. I've had people sign up for 5,000 pound offers and never got jumped on a sales call. Um, Mm -hmm. People sign up for my offers without sales calls all the time because they've seen all of the content in the group. They feel like they're a friend of mine because I'm messaging them and connecting with them personally. So they're like, I just sign up that way. Oh, I love this. Okay. So for, um, the potential client that's in the audience that's listening to this right now, who's like, okay, she's awesome. I want to work with her for Facebook groups, but there's like a, a time crunch, right? So what I'm hearing when, um, you're, you're reaching out to every single person who, um, signs up for your group and with like, almost like a welcome message sequence, right? Yeah. So how do you scale that? 
So I have a system that does it for me. Um, mm. So I have a software that sends messages from my personal profile um, that in line with Facebook terms and conditions and all of the rest of it. So I'm not sending tons of messages every day. Um, I send around 50 to 60 messages a day, usually from my personal profile. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's new connections. And then, then the messages are follow-ups or conversations or, or things like that. And so I have a system that tracks all of that for me, um, mm-hmm. like a, like a CRM system where you can see where people are moving through. So we can see which people I've sent the first message to, which people have responded. If I've sent them any freebies, if I've sent them any, any sort of training, um, I can see where they are up to in my, in my organic funnel, um, and then know when to follow up with them next as well. Awesome. And like what softwares, um, cause you said like Facebook accredited, like what softwares are those? So they, this one is the one I use is called group track. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, they've been fantastic. They're a brand new company. They're only about a year or so old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been fantastic. I was just on a zoom with the developer last night, fixing something that happened on my account. So oh. they, <laughs> they are literally like so available customer service wise, you cannot fault them. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So that's awesome. So like what I'm hearing is, is like in terms of um, the system and process is like, you have this like welcome uh, email sequence that happens through group track. Um, so it's scalable. You're able to like grow it without like burning out. And um, you are showing up consistently as a human in your Facebook group, really interacting, really serving um, in terms of like growing your audience or getting like your first members, like what like strategies do you you recommend for that? Yeah. So the first thing when it comes to thinking about starting your first Facebook group and getting your first members Mm -hmm. is you got to think about the Facebook group name. So the group name, you have to think about in terms of SEO, what are people searching for on Facebook? Because that's how people generally find Facebook groups that they're interested in is through the search function. Mm -hmm. So make sure that those keywords are optimized. So for example, my Facebook group is called Scaling with Disha, which is the name of my podcast, and then hyphen organic marketing strategies for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So I've used all of the buzzwords and the keywords that anybody could want to search for to find my Facebook group um, super, super easily. The next thing is making sure that you have a strategy to go out into other people's Facebook groups. Um, and inside of my, I have a 12 month membership that's, that's starting soon. Um, we talk about, there's so many different ways of growing it, either going into other people's Facebook groups mm-hmm. um, and networking from a place of value, not just spamming your group link in places. And <laughs> off. Uh, Join provide- Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because nobody likes that, right? <laughs> so from a place of value, making sure that your personal profile is optimized to drive mm-hmm. people traffic to your, to your um, group as well. And you are, you have a strategy to add new friends to your personal profile. So bring them over to your, to your Facebook group. Make sure that it's on your website and in your emails as well. So if you've already got a website and emails and a list, make sure that you've invited all of those people. And a really good way to kickstart a Facebook group is to run a challenge or a live masterclass or a series of masterclasses. One of my clients has just done seven days of lives in her in her group um, mm-hmm. all around 
things that people wanted when they joined the group so that what she's got a base of content to then share to people. So if somebody says they were struggling with X, Y, and Z, she's got, oh, I've got a video that I already created that I can tag you in here. Mm. So she's already got all of that content by just going through lives for those seven days and also shows Facebook that you're being active and up engaged for, mm-hmm. for that entire time as well and bringing people into the group that way as well. So that's a really good way to really kickstart the group to start with. Love it. Love it. So, so there's a lot of different pieces in terms of like, um, growth when it comes to challenges and workshops, like what have you noticed has really like worked for your clients? It's, it is about making sure that the challenger workshop has a measurable outcome. Mm-hmm. So wh- whatever that outcome is, make sure that people can see the outcome rather than just being like, oh, we're just going to, you know, meditate a couple of times this week. Because <laughs> um, people are like, oh, cool, I could do that on YouTube. Um, so, so making sure uh-huh. that something is tangible from that mm-hmm. outcome. Um, and the other thing is making sure that you're selling something off the back of it because challenges or masterclasses are a lot of work. Um, and from a business perspective, you don't want to put a whole lot of work in if you're not making any money. So do sell something off the back of those challenges and masterclass that you're running in the group um, or give people a way to connect with you. So my client who did the seven days of lives, for example, she just said at the end, if you, if you want to find out how you can work with me, just send me a message and I can help you with this. Um, so it doesn't have to be a whole spiel at the end of it, everything. It can just be send me a message if you want to work with me. Um, but making sure that you're selling at the end of everything. Mm-hmm. And when you run them, I always run them live inside the group and never mm-hmm. take them outside. So I know there are uh, some people that do challenges must class through Zoom or on a different platform um, or on their business pages. I always run them inside the group because you can then turn them into the guides and reuse them as evergreen content inside of your group as well. So mm. you can constantly be using that and then delivering more, more value to your audience as, and when they join the group. Oh, I love that. So ends up being um, a resource that you could put in the Facebook group to make it more valuable. Yeah, exactly. And then when people join, so people come to me and they say, oh, I don't know how to start with organic marketing, for example. And I'm like, oh, I've got a challenge that I ran on that. I tag you in it. Um, Mm -hmm. that challenge I actually ran was maybe this year, might've even been last year and I'm still tagging people in it and the people are still loving it because the value is still the same, right? The content is still useful. So I can just add value with content that I've already created. Mm, I love it. I love it. And like, also too, you could turn those into evergreen funnels or like, yeah. You could do so much for it. Or even um, I know some people they'll like take down their videos and then they'll turn them into like paid courses or like vice versa. So what I'm what I'm hearing is is like whatever you do in terms of like your scaling or your systems, you always have like a double intention with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's always multiple reasons to do something. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, I love this. This is so good. (laughs) So when it comes to Facebook groups, is there like anything that you've noticed, um, that, uh, in terms of the industry, everybody else is doing, but you don't agree with? Um, not necessarily that I don't agree with. I, I find the paid groups now a bit annoying, uh, where you have to pay to promote because, Mm -hmm. 
they tend to just then become about paying to promote and promotion rather mm-hmm. than value. Um, it just annoys me slightly. Like um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I allow promotion in my group, but I always say value over promotion. So it's not just mm-hmm. all about promotion. Um, and you can promote in there for free. So that frustrates me slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of things that they sh- shouldn't be doing, I don't think so. I think people now, especially going into 2022, mm-hmm. the Facebook have focused so much on communities over the past year. Yep. Um, massive things are changing on the way that you use your group. Um, and this is being rolled out in the States at the moment, it'll probably be January. I think that you'll see a lot more admin changes inside of groups and the way that you manage your groups are changing. Um, and we know that through, they did a community summit a couple of months ago now, maybe a month ago, um, Mm -hmm. where they announced all of these changes. They've also implemented a community management certification so that you can become a certified community manager by Facebook, um, which I did earlier in the year. And that's, I think that's fantastic for making the industry more accredited as Mm -hmm. community managers and social media managers to be able to get those certifications directly from Facebook and know that you are hiring somebody who knows what they're doing in terms of community management. Mm -hmm. Then that's been really, really good to see Facebook jumping on that as well. Um, And they're spending so much money on ads to promote communities as well. The, The communities are going to be, even bigger than they were before. So they're definitely something that people should be looking at if they're not already looking at them. Mm, What do you feel are going to be some of the um, trends that are going to happen in Facebook groups and the the communities um, in 2022? I think it will be interesting to see with the, especially with the new announcement around the metaverse, how that mm-hmm. will implement on to Facebook groups over the next, I would, I would say year or two years that that will take place. Um, but sp- around rooms, rooms have been something that Facebook launched uh, in 2020 to combat Zoom, essentially. Yep. Um, and nobody really knew what to do about them. Like, <laughs> I, I launched a few and just sat in there on my own and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> because no, nobody else knows how to join them or what to do when they're there. So mm-hmm. they've kind of just failed. Um, but now they have just launched rooms that are very similar to Clubhouse mm. um, and just audio rooms. So I think that could be interesting going into 2022 around how people start to use those audio based rooms. So it, it feels less intimidating if you don't have to show your face. Um, I know when I was on Clubhouse months ago, I've been on mm-hmm. it in ages, um, but it was, it was really, really useful to be able to be on there whilst I'm walking the dog. I I know I was speaking in front of a room of um, 100 people or something on Clubhouse and I was walking the dog with my AirPods in. Um, And that's quite Mm -hmm. cool to be able to get in front of that many people. So something like that, when when people start using it more inside of Facebook groups, will be really interesting to see how that plays out as well. Um, But video content is huge Mm. and the live create a live studio that Facebook have created now has so many more functions like adding um, polls and asking questions and all sorts of fun stuff that you can play with whilst you're live. Mm. Um, 
on those lives that I think that is going to be really, really key as well. Yeah. They're also bringing out paid subscription groups. Interesting. Tell me more about that. So yeah, in 2022, they're launching paid subscription groups. They they trialed it a a couple of years ago in 2019. They trialed it. They're bringing it back out. They canned it then, but they're bringing it back out again. Um, I think it will run through Facebook pay, which is Facebook's version of Stripe or PayPal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be able to have sub paid subgroups within your larger groups as well. So that would be interesting to see how some of the larger communities use those features as well. Um, and I think it will be, it will allow us to better manage things. I know I have private Facebook groups, for example, that um, are connected with my courses mm-hmm. and and my clients can join. Whereas now you'll be able to create a subgroup and have people pay through Facebook to join that subgroup and get access to you as well, which will be interesting to see how people play out that too. Yeah. And it seems like it'll help um, organization wise too, because as you like grow your business, you're going to end up having like so many different Facebook groups for like the 2019 version of your course or like the 2020 version of your course versus having like your one mammoth like community Facebook group that you have these subgroups in. Um, yeah. That's super cool. <laughs> like, yeah. The other, the other thing that they're bringing out um, and I'm, I know a few people that are trialing it at the moment is the professional version of your personal profile. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will have analytics on your personal profile, like very much like you do on your business page, which again, I think will be really interesting for, in terms of, growth for your Facebook group and how you then interact with within your Facebook group and other people's Facebook groups, knowing that you have those stats that you don't currently have. Um, mm-hmm. But having those stats to see on insights, how many friends you've got, where, where you're posting and all of that good stuff too. You know, what just like popped up too, when you were speaking on that is, um, okay, so many people move over to like personal profiles because, right, it has more algorithm juice and more mm-hmm. reach than the biz page. Um, I'm curious if Facebook is trying to like compete with TikTok in terms of you could go on TikTok and go like viral overnight in terms of reach, right? They don't limit yeah. reach. So they're probably trying to attract more like content creators back to Facebook by rewarding them with reach again. Yeah, and they, they that is part of their pitch for the pro- professional uh profiles as well they will Mm -hmm. be paying content creators for the creations that they the the views and the reach that they get as well as part of their content creator fund Mm. um so that'll be interesting especially as reels also rolls out on facebook soon so it will be interesting to see how that plays out and who gets access to what for sure for sure oh my gosh this is so good um (laughs) So before we finish up and close, I have this question that I asked all my guests, which is um, what is it on your heart that you feel really guided to share to this audience right now? Go out and be human and let your sparkle shine because if you don't show up and stand out, you're doing your ideal clients a disservice. So you have to stand up and shout from the rooftops what you offer and how people can buy from you because if they go and buy from someone else and don't get a good enough service you are doing them a disservice Mm, yes so so true love it so how can uh people stay in contact with you 
Yeah. So they can connect with me on Facebook. They can join my Facebook group, Scaling with Disha. <laughs> um, they can find me on Instagram, connect with me on my personal profile, Disha Wadup as well on Facebook, um, or check out my website, DishaWadup.com. I've just launched a 12 month Uh, incubator program where we help you to grow and scale an engaged Facebook group as well. So you can come and check that out too. Perfect. Thank you so much. And um, thank you all for listening. If you love this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, your mom, your biz besties, (laughs) get it all over the internet, share it away. And also if you love this episode, feel free to write us a five-star review on iTunes. We love you. (laughs) And thank you so, 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 so much and sending you all so much love.